Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. It is Wednesday, but you know what? We're going back to Monday to hear from head coach Pete Carroll. Yes, I know he was on the podium on Wednesday too. I'll get to that one in a little bit. But we're going back to Monday and he was asked a lot about the Seahawks' new starting quarterback coming up against the Steelers, Geno Smith. Let's start, though, with Carroll's update on Russell Wilson's condition. First off, um, I'm sure you want to hear about Russ. Um, Russ had a very successful surgery, and uh, we're really happy with all of the reports. And we don't have any timelines for you at all right now. So that's all you want to hear. But we don't have anything like that. Um, but he's in, uh, in really good spirits and, and uh, really active today as much as he can be around us and all that. And, and uh, really happy f- for the results of, you know, the, the initial part of it. We haven't seen very many doctors that ever say, you know, well, it didn't go that well. But uh, <laughs> but um, no, he, he went to a great doc and great setup and all that. And it seems like he really maxed out what he could possibly get done. And before we go on to Gino, let's hear what Carol had to say about Jake Luton, who was now presumably the Seahawks backup quarterback. although. It sounded like Blake Bortles came in for a visit this week. First off, Jake has some real competitive games that he's played in um, in the league. Uh, he came here and he's you know he's learning everything and he's doing fine with all of that. Seems to be uh, controlling that so far. Um, but on on a level of a first time guy in a program, you know, in a short short amount of time, so he's catching up. But um, he's been real solid, a really strong arm and all that, and, and you know we've seen him be pretty successful in some tough games. Now moving on to Pete's comments. On quarterback Geno Smith. First off, he's, he takes great pride in the work and in, in, in knowing the details, and, and he's really verbal. He's really articulate with the football, uh, you know, stuff that he needs to know. He's really sharp w- with calls and, and checks and all that kind of stuff. Uh, he's a really good athlete. He's got a tremendous throwing arm. He's got a great arm. He can throw the ball a mile. He can throw the ball hard on the move in bowling both going in both directions. Uh, um, he scrambles. We saw him the other night, um, and he's 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 a tough competitor too. So you know, he's um, and he's got good touch too. I mean, he throws the ball impeccably well. I mean, he's got great throwing mechanics and all of that, and and so you know, he can make all the throws. Carroll also talked about the importance of Smith having been with the Seahawks since 2018. It's it's a real advantage to him. He's been through everything that we've done. He's gone every step of the way with Russ. They have been, you know, just shoulder to shoulder through all of the process. He's been a great help for Russ. He's been a great sounding board for us. He's 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 just been an asset, you know. And and uh, so, and and what he's done also, he's he is prepared to play every single week we've ever been out here. He's always been prepared to go. Always worked really hard at it. Knew how how important that it was to do that and embrace the opportunity and the role of it and did you know and you can see look look how sharp he was you know for jumping in there he, he he was prepared to do that pete was also asked about whether or not trevon boykin's appearance remember him during wilson's 2016 knee injury if that motivated him to get a veteran quarterback like geno smith yes i don't know that can no i shouldn't say that convinced me i dang it i didn't that was an art question there um i um no, it didn't. It, sorry, <laughs> it it didn't convince me. But that's that's the way we should be thinking. Yeah, one guy that's been there and had you know done that and had the experience and all of that. Obviously, Pete having a little bit of fun with that response. But finally, wrapping up with reflections on the Rams game. Many fans were frustrated with Carroll and Norton electing to play Jordan Brooks in the passing game as opposed to switching to dime coverage and bringing in Ryan Neal. Here's what Carroll had to say on Brooks's progress. 
It, we're, we're working. We're working at it. We're going to get better. We're going to get a lot better. It, it, this is really an area of, of, of improvement for us. It's easy. And, and uh, you know, we've been challenging a little bit more than we need to, and it's and we just got to get, get our set right. And, and there's other guys, too. They're not just the linebackers. Uh, you know, the nickel gets in there, and the DBs get in there at times on different calls and all that. Everybody's got to do a better job. And yes, I know we all want to move on from last Thursday's game, but I want to go back to the Michael Dixon double punt because I thought it was interesting that Pete admitted that he wasn't completely sure what the rules were on that play. And I'm not saying that because I blame him for not knowing the rules on that play, because as you will hear from him, it's just something that doesn't come up in the NFL uh, just about ever. So here's how Pete characterized that play. Yeah, I thought it was one of the worst plays that ever happened, and it turned into one of the best plays I've ever seen. You know, and, and we get a, a kick block, we make a mistake on the protection, and and uh, and it, it reminded me of the Willie Mays catch. You know, it, it, it's the polo grounds. You know, because it wasn't about you know, what was really happened there. Is, is it was the scoop was ridiculous, and it happened to be spinning on end. You know, and he just scooped it up on in full stride. Took off to run if he if he could, and then decided to kick the ball and put the ball in the six or whatever the heck it was. You know, just an extraordinary play. And the, I have not heard of anybody yet that that's ever seen that before. I know maybe you guys know, and you know your vast world of experience in the game, you guys have that nailed. But I, I've never, none of us have ever even seen or heard of that before. The amazing thing to me is the officials knew it, and then when I called the uh, you know the office on uh, Monday. Um, that's today, right? Yeah, whenever it was. I talked to them. They were all on, on it. They knew the rules and all that. And they knew that the the, uh, the linemen were allowed to be downfield on the second kick. And, you know, I, it just made no sense to me at all. So it was great play. You know, Mike pulled it off. And that's, you know, his background in, in all of the games he's played in, in, in at home uh, certainly led him to be able to do that. And then just respond in a, just a flash of an instant to take advantage of the opportunity. In injury updates, Carroll said that cornerback Trey Brown and center Ethan Posick will return to practice this week and both figure to have a chance to be active against the Steelers. Chris Carson is also feeling better with respect to his neck injury and Bobby Wagner bruised his knee against the Rams. And the final news item from Carroll is that he was undecided if Russell Wilson will be sent to injured reserve yet. That's going to be something to watch up at fieldgoals.com. A big thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. You can follow him on Twitter at Wilson underscore Kahn, C-O-N-N. And speaking of the news up at the website, the Seahawks and their quarterback situation, they're bringing back Danny Etling to the practice squad. So there is your quarterback movement. Maybe that was the move they decided to make after working out Blake Bortles. Also, check out Mookie Alexander's article on Shane Waldron, because I, I think he has a good point here that this offense without Russell Wilson, it's it's going to show us what we have in offensive coordinator Shane Waldron. So look for that up at fieldgoals.com. Also, new episode of the Seahawkers podcast that's available at seahawkerspodcast.com. Adam and I are talking about the drama that we can expect no matter what happens over the next few weeks. So check that out, seahawkerspodcast.com. I will be back with Clinton and Phil, and we are going to be previewing this upcoming game between the Seahawks and the Steelers on Sunday. So until then, go Hawks. Hawks.